Hallelujah. My Jesus is alive. He's not only alive, he's well able. Amen? Thank you, brother. Thank you. He's well able to do beyond what we could ever imagine. Amen? And, you know, I want to add a little bit to what Apostle Michael was speaking about the New Year's thing. I got mine right here. You got to get one of these. Put it on your refrigerator. Amen? Because you never know. A family member might come over and say, hey, we want to go to that. You know, and I heard this from Apostle Michael. Lamar Green, he's always busy. And he just happened to be busy this New Year's Eve, right? Just happened, right? Just happened to be not busy, able to come and bring that worship that we need, right? And the Lord brought a scripture in Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Remember when they all went up to the hill and God subdued all the enemies and said, it said that they went and took all the spoils. It took three days, right? Well, we're coming into a new year, saints, 2023. God is leading us into 2023 with worship. And that's what they did in Jehoshaphat. And it said God went before them, subdued their enemies, and they picked up all the spoils. And so you have to be here. I mean, 7 o'clock, come on. I'm in bed by 9.30, but I'm going I'm to make sure I'm here because I know God's going to have to, God is going to do something for us. I know that. And so I wanted to give you that to remind you how significant this is. So it's very important you be here to get this, right? And so I also remind, want to remind you is that, that I wanted to share this with you. I got, I got a personal word from God earlier today. And he said that what I release, what I speak, that he will honor and he will bring it to pass. And so I'm going to run with that. And I'm going to start right now today. And so this is what I'm going to declare over your lives. And I know that every hand's going to be raised, and I need every hand to be raised because you're going to be in agreement with this. But how many of us here would like a financial blessing this week? This week, a financial blessing. Whose hand is not up? I'm going to come over and we're going to pray for you right now. Because the reason for the blessing is to be a blessing, amen? And for us to meet, for our needs to be met too. Don't be, don't get in that where, well, you know, I don't need it. I'm happy, God. That's why you haven't been promoted. Come on, we want to get blessed so that we can be a blessing. So I'm running with this. I'm taking God at his word. So I'm releasing it. Who wants a double blessing this week? Put two hands up. Okay, see, now I, God says in Malachi, he says, prove me. So I'm going to prove his word today. If he said something to me, I'm going to believe him that he's going to bring it to pass. So in the name of Jesus, everybody's hands that are up and those on live stream, I release the word of God that this week you will receive a financial blessing. And it will not stop. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Woo! I can't wait. I'm going to be checking the box. I'm going to be mailbox. I'm going to be checking under my mat, under the doormat. Some, come on. Some people put blessings under that doormat. I'm going to be checking my bank account. I'm going to be doing all that stuff because God says if you search, you'll find. Amen? Amen. I also want to ask here, and I want to see a show of hands, how many of you here, not the staff and not the ministers, have your Bibles, your Bibles, your Bibles. Raise your, hand. Raise your hand if you have your Bibles. 
And keep your hands up if you have your Bibles. For you. For you. Keep your hands up, saints, so I can see you. Who else? Brother, for you. I don't want the staff raising their hands. I know they got their Bibles for you. For you. And sister, I'm going to, there you, thank you, Apostle. <laughs> and for you and for you. And I'm going to share why I'm giving you this. Anybody else? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, it's just, it's just good to come to church with your Bibles, right? No, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not saying anything uh, with, the, with the phones. Everybody has their phone. I even have my phone. With you. But it's just, some, it's just something about this. I don't know about you, but it's just something about this. When I see it, when I read it, and I hold it, 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 it increases my faith. So I wanted to bless my brothers and sisters who brought their Bibles today. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do that next week, but bring your Bible anyway. You might get something else. We, we might get you a, a more Cirilla book or something. We might even give you a brand new Bible. We don't know, but I'm just saying, bring it. Bring it. Amen? So praise the Lord, my brothers and sisters. You are truly blessed already. We can go home and we can say we are truly blessed already. Amen? And so I want to share with you what the Spirit of God gave me a couple of days ago. I was reading a, a teaching from Morris Cirilla, and the words in there were pure and anointing. And immediately the Lord says, I want you to teach that. And so he gave me some scriptures and, some, and we have a prophecy here too that he's going to be releasing. But I want to share with you what God, what he meant in this pure anointing. And that he was going to pure, there was going to be a purification in our lives. Amen. He was going to do the work. Many times we hear about them, we think we have to prepare ourselves for something. We have to set ourselves aside, which is good sometimes. And, and, but a lot of times we think that God's going to start doing stuff in our lives that's not good. It's not comfortable. You know, and, and in this teaching, it talks about purging. It talks about refining. It talks about, it talks about purifying. It even talks about cleansing. And so sometimes we think it's going to be a difficult thing. But today, God, in this teaching, God wants to remind you it's going to be an easy thing. Because he's going to do it, saints. Did you know that in your whole life, in serving God, he's done everything? We haven't done it. We just submitted. We just gave it up. We just said, okay, Lord, I'm willing. Do what you got to do. And so today, God wants you to know everything that he's, he's about to do, he's going to do because he cannot lie. He's a God that is a God that cannot lie. And he said in his word, the work that I have begun in your life, I'm going to finish it, God says. And you know, I don't ever know my God to do something that hurts me. It's always gentle, loving. He lets me see, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, why was I holding on to something like that? And then once he shows us, then it's up to us to let go. But I believe God is also going to give us the strength to let go, saints. And so today, this is a, this is a great opportunity for you to receive from God. And I want to, I want to, the first scripture I want to open up with, if you have your Bibles, great. Uh, but I thank God for our media team. They put it right up there on the screen. It's in Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. It said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Amen. How many of us want to see God better? Amen. Well, God's going to make it possible because he's going to do a purifying here for us. It says, God is, God is releasing an anointing of purification of pure anointing. Amen. And if you have your Bibles or again up there, it's in Galatians chapter 5, verse 18 to 23. It says, now listen to this. Before we read that, I want to share this with you. 
We're not of the world. We're in it, but we're not of it. But, but, and I'm going to raise my hands first. How many of us, sometimes we, we act like it, right? Come on. We think things we shouldn't. We say things we shouldn't. Well, that's not us. And God is saying, look, I'm going to show you what's the world, and then I'm going to show you who you are. But then I'm also going to say that's what I'm about to do is remove that stuff of the world. Amen? And so it's in Galatians chapter 5, verse 18. Let's start in 18. It says, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, self-ambition, dissensions, heresy, envy, murders, drunkenness, riot, and all like of which I tell you before, just as I told you in time past, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So God says, these are all things of the world, right? And come on, you know, sometimes we act up, right? But God is saying to you in verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, Against such there is no law. That's you, saints. That is what God is saying. That's who you are. But sometimes, like Paul says, we fight over, we don't, you know, we want to do good, but we don't do good. And, and, and the good we want to do, we don't do. And how am I going to get, how am I going to be who I'm supposed to be? I thank God for Jesus Christ. And so God is saying to you, look, I'm going to show you the, the flesh. I'm going to show you the things of this world because you need to know them. But then I'm going to show you who you are. And God says, your love, your joy, your kindness, your patience, your self-control, you have all these things. And so you may say, yeah, well, Lord, I don't feel, well, you're going to start seeing it. But see, how do you, see, he says, we need to have a choice. And God is getting, are you verse 18 or are you verse 22? Well, I want to be verse 22. God says, okay, you have chosen. I can do that now. Those other things that used to bother you, and we're going to see in Scripture, they're not going to bother you anymore. And when they come... God himself will fight for you. And then you can say that you have the strength to resist because that's all you have to do is resist. That's what the word of God says, just to resist. Well, God's going to give us the strength to resist, saints. God is creating in us a pure heart and God is setting us forth from setting and God is setting us free from the works of the flesh. God is raising up vessels of honor, saints, and he will refine he will cleanse and he will purify and he will purge. Saints, God is going to do the change. Let him, for he is gentle and he is kind. In this purification, God will wash away, remove those things that have been entangling us. Amen? Come on, the Bible talks about we're entangled by all the things of this world. It says remove those things that that have been entangling us up and holding us back, delaying our breakthroughs. No more delays of breakthrough. This week, you will receive a financial breakthrough. God is saying no more delays. No more, no more delays on your breakthroughs. But today, God has a good word. And you know what his good word is? Let my people go. He said it before. He's saying it again. And you know what he's talking about? Let them go. That, those thoughts, that attitude. 
that continually uh, cycle of things. Let it go. God is saying, I'm, I'm telling that enemy, let my people go. And you know, when he hears God's voice, he got to obey. I mean, they were created to worship God. And as soon as God speaks, they got to bow down. And God said, I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to fight for you now. You don't, you don't, you just have to see the salvation of God. See, you know, do you know, see, God says the battle is not ours, but it's his, right? And the victory is ours in Christ Jesus. But we have to do something to maintain that. We have to read his word. We have to speak his word. We have to say what God says that he would do for us. And when we say what God would do for us, the enemy has to listen to that because it's not you speaking, it's the word of God. And when we speak the word of God, it comes to pass all the time. Did you know that God's word, and I shared this before, God's word was created to come to pass. It is. It was, we see it from Genesis on. Every word God has ever spoken has come to pass. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but not my word. So, so now he has, given us, he has called us his ambassadors. We speak on God's behalf. We represent the kingdom of God. And so God says, you are my mouthpiece. You need to start speaking those things that be not as though they were. Yeah, but God, you don't know. Yes, I do. But you don't know my family. You don't know my education. You know, I'm, I'm not very eloquent in speaking. God says, I have chosen you and ordained you that you would bear fruit and your fruit will remain. But all he asks us to do is speak the word, not shout the word, not continually repeat the word, but speak the word. When you're reading the word of God and he gives you a revelation out of that word, then he's saying, you can pray that. And then just pray it forth. Because God is getting ready to move and to purify everything. You're gonna, we're going to see the power of God's word work even more. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Romans chapter 6, verse 14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be there, but it's not going to dictate what you do anymore. You're not going to yield to it anymore. It's not going to tempt you anymore the way it used to tempt you. And you're not going to submit to it anymore the, way, anymore the way you used to. God is saying, no more. It will not have dominion over you. Today, let's, let's, let's give God all of our heart, the Bible says. Let's give God all of our heart. It's in Joel chapter 2, verse 12. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart with fasting and weeping and with mourning. So rent your heart and not your garments. Return to your God, for he is gracious and merciful. Amen? Now, it's, it's not going to be up on the screen, but I have like three other translations, and this is what God is saying. Give me your heart. Turn and come to me. You can still turn to me with all your heart. See, sometimes we think it's too late. God says, no, you can still turn to me with all your heart. And then I like this one, and this is something we all need to do daily. He says, repent sincerely and return to me. How easy does God make it? He goes, just give me your heart. He goes, you messed up, repent and come to me. There's still time, God is saying. Don't ever think, well, I ain't going to church anymore and I messed up. No, you run to church when you mess up because that's where you get taken care of. The world's not going to take care of you. They'll say, oh, that's okay. I've done that. That's okay. God doesn't see it. But he's a loving God, amen? 
And so I want to share this. I want to share this word. I want to share this word that God gave to me to give to you concerning how much he loves you. God loves you always, saints. He loves you always. He is never disappointed with you, always willing and ready to rescue you and protect you. His heart for you is comfort, to comfort you, to restore you, and to give you joy, to give you his joy, his peace, to give you a good future. He is good, and he has always been good. His love and his goodness is towards you always. I, your God, am never disappointed with you. You are perfect just the way I made you. I love you. Come to me and be made whole. Be made new. Now, come on. You know, I mean, we all think that God is upset with us. We all think that we have disappointed him in some way. And we all think that, that he's not going to help us because of that. But God says, look, get that out of the way. I, ca I cannot be disappointed in you. You're perfect. I love you. I'm here to rescue you. I'm here to protect you. I'm here to give you a future, God is saying. He goes, but, but and, and so we receive it, right? I know I receive it, right? But how, I, how, how do we know? Here comes, the, here comes the week. We're out there in the job and we're out there doing it. And all of a sudden, here comes the enemy again. God says, that's not going to happen anymore because I'm going to start fighting for you. But then we're going to have this, but we're also going to have the strength to say, nope, I choose the fruit of the spirit. I'm not going to choose the murder or the, or the, or the selfishness or, or those other things that are of the flesh. So we have a choice now, saints. But God is saying, I'm with you. I'll protect you. I'll rescue you. So if God says he's going to rescue us, then he knows that, you know, there's going to be opportunity there for us to be needed to be rescued, you know. And I know he's going to do it every time we need it. Don't ever say, well, Lord, you know, it happened yesterday and now it's happening again. I guess you're only going to rescue me once. No, he'll rescue every time you need it, saints. That's the God I serve. He's always there for us, ready and willing and well able. Amen. And nobody is greater than my God. Nobody. And he's love. Like he said, I'm love. I'll always love you. Amen? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. Come on, saints, let's do that. Let's do that. I mean, God has given us opportunities. He goes, look... I want you to be a living sacrifice, right? A living sacrifice. And then God is going to purify us and cleanse us. He's going to do the work, saints. Let him increase that we would decrease. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13 says, He who covers his sin, excuse me, shall not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. What did God just say in Romans 12? I beseech you by the mercies of God. God wants to show mercy in our lives. He doesn't want to bring you down. He doesn't want to say, oh, you messed up. Now you're going to get the fruits of your labor. You're going to, you're going to sow what you reap. He's not a God like that. He's a merciful God. And we can, we can call upon him all the time. I heard a teaching one time uh, concerning uh, King David, how he had a heart after God's own heart, right? He knew how to draw on God's mercy. 
I mean, come on, we all made mistakes, right? And, and we see in the Word of God that he made a lot of mistakes. But he knew how to draw on the mercies of God. And when he drew on the mercies of God, God strengthened him and gave him the ability to keep pressing on. Saints, grab onto that mercy and say, Lord, I need that mercy. And when you get that mercy, you'll be able to press on and keep going because God loves showing us his mercy, saints. He loves showing us. So God says that God, so, so here it is that God wants us to confess and forsake it, and he will show us mercy. Let us sacrifice our hearts to God at the altar of God, saints. What is an altar? An altar is a place of sacrifice, a place where we encounter God. Let's ask God for mercy, saints. We can surrender our lives to God on the altar of our hearts. Say, Lord, whatever's here that taking up room that shouldn't be there, get it out. Get it out, oh God. This should be our prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, release upon us your pure anointing to purify us and to change us. I want that. I want God to change me in a better way. I want God to purify me. I want God, I want God. The Bible says that now we are cleansed by the word spoken unto us. Well, already the cleansing has started because the word of God is being spoken unto you. I want to share with you these, these three words that God gave me concerning this purification, the refining, the purging, and what they mean, saints, because when we hear these words, a lot of it's Bible words, right? But when we break it down, what it means, and we realize, wait a minute, that's for me. That really is for me. And so that word, saints, when, when God says that he was, he's going to refine us, this is what it means. And again, saints, this is just a couple of the things I researched. There's a lot, of, a lot more things if you really research it. That's why God wants us to study, because the more we study, the more we realize how we truly are more like Jesus than we think we are, Right? And so this word refine, it means unwanted things being removed. I got a lot of unwanted things that I need to be removed. And the only thing that can do it is God. And he says, that's what I'm about to do for you. I'm about to refine you with this pure anointing. Did you know that the anointing is God's power? The Bible says in Isaiah 10, 27, the anointing of God breaks every yoke. The anointing of who? Of God breaks every yoke. A yoke is something God does not want us to carry. And so God is saying that my anointing is my power, is my presence, is who I am. Who is Jesus? The anointed one. And so again, saints, when God, when God encourages us and reminds us that those unwanted things are going to be removed, that word to purify, that word to purify means making something free, free of guilt, I mean, and, that, and I know condemnation, regrets, sorrow all falls into that category. But God says, I'm about to purify you and make, and, and make, those, make some things free, free of guilt. That word cleanse, it, may, it, it literally means to make clean. God said, I'm going to clean you up. I said, but Lord, you don't know what I was thinking. You don't know what this, this mouth said, all those words. He goes, I'll clean you up. I'm going to do a cleansing in you right now, God is saying. And, and, and saints, it's going to be something good. We're not going to lose out. We're going to gain. That word to purge, it means to get rid of. We got stuff we need to get rid of. 
It means innocent. And saints, let me share this with you. It means clean, clean of responsibilities. Now listen to this, saints. Some of us have been through stuff in our lives and God says, it wasn't your fault. It was not your fault. Things that have happened to us and we think, well, you know, I initiated, I started, I, I allowed it. God says, no, you're not responsible for that. It wasn't your fault that that happened. Because I'm going to purge that out of you that the enemy will never bring that up again. Jesus. I mean, that sounds like a good God to me. You know, the same God, when we confess Jesus Christ as Lord, that made this spirit man alive unto him, that was easy, right? It was easy. I didn't feel any, anything that was wrong, even though that old flesh was being removed. And that dead man was being removed. I didn't feel anything. Well, God says, guess what? When I'm about to do this purging and this cleansing and this refining in you, you're not going to feel anything. You're just going to know you're new. You're just going to know, hey, I'm thinking better. I'm happier. I love reading the word more. I'm healthier. I'm walking better. I'm free. I got to tell somebody about this. I got to share this with somebody. And you won't even have to share because the glory of God's love and joy in you is going to radiate. The Bible says that. The Bible says there's going to come a time that we're going to be so full of his presence, of his love, that we're going to shine. And people are going to see it and it's going to draw them to us. And they're going to, we want that same thing you have. Because they're going to be so full of darkness, they're going to know the only thing that's going to set them free is light, right? And saints, you do not have to be concerned about being out there in the world that they're going to jump on you, things are going to jump on you. God says that light is greater than darkness. When you know that light is greater than darkness, you just, you just stand there. They, they won't even come near you. They might taunt you. They might try to say something to get you to, to interact with them, but you don't have to do any of that. You just stand there and see the glory of God. That's what he told Jehoshaphat. He goes, you want to see my power? He goes, start praising me. He goes, and when you start praising me, you'll see the glory of God. And so we're about to see God move through us. That's why, that's why saints, he touched you. That's why he saved you. So you could touch others. You are his, you are his extension, amen? That's my Jesus. That's what he does. Today, through the power of God's word and the name of Jesus, God is, God has purified your thoughts, purified your heart, purified your soul, purified your being. And he has, and I like this one the best, he has removed self. Now, now you say, well, Lord, if you remove self, I got to see, see, when God moves self, all, in all of our lives, it's a different way he does it. Some a little here, some a little there, some a little more. But he's going to start doing that, saints. And we're going to realize how much of Jesus really is in us. We don't even realize it because self is there. God wants you to know this, saints. Sin shall not have dominion over you anymore. Though it may come, but God is saying, I will rebuke it. I will fight for you. And this is the instruction God has given us. Just stay focused on me and on my word. Just stay focused on God. Don't look to the left or right. Look straight ahead. 
and stay in His Word. Philippians 4.8, this is a good way to stay focused on God. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are what? Pure? Lovely, good, of a good report. Think of these things. God is saying, we got to do something. And God has it all written out for us already. He goes, you don't even, you don't even have to, you can write it down and, on a piece of paper and carry it with you. But God already wrote all that down for you. This is how you stay focused on me and my word. Whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is holy, whatsoever is a good report. There be any virtue, that's power. If there be any praise, Think of these things, God is saying. And I remember when I first came to the Lord, God gave that scripture to me. And at the time, our kids were just babies. And every time the enemy would come and distract me and try to put things that weren't of God in my mind, the Holy Spirit came and says, think of whatsoever is pure and holy. And I would always think of them. And so God will always give you a visual aid to think of what's pure and holy. It could be something that is precious to you of the things of God or a person, a loved one. But God is saying, you got to think of these things because it will keep you focused on my word. It will keep you focused on me. And so God says that he's going to do the work for us, but we have to maintain it by staying in his word and by being focused on him. you got to do something. You can't just say, okay, God, you say you're going to purify me and do everything. I'm just going to lay here until you do everything. What for? Then nothing's going to happen. Because when God does something, there's action in it. Amen? And we move on it because there's so much joy. Because that's my Jesus. I, I just can't help say that's my Jesus. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14 says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse you, there it is again, Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Hallelujah. I, there's a scripture that Paul says, my conscience is clear. He says, my conscience is clear concerning the things of God. And so it's, it happens through the blood of Jesus. I say, that's, very, that, that, that's one of the scriptures I really learned, is that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. That's the next, next, next scripture I have for you. 1 John 1, 7. The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. So there's the key of to purification, the blood of Jesus. Acts chapter 15 verse 9 says, Purify your hearts by faith. Well, come on, saints. Everything in here we do is by faith. God says you purify your hearts by faith, amen? And so when you purify your hearts by faith, then we can see, like God says in Matthew 5, 8, he says that those who have a pure heart will see God. I, I want to see God. Listen, I'm just getting this wrong. I want to see God in you because he's in you. I want to see him. But come on, how many of us know we're not there yet? Remember when Jesus said that scripture, if you see me, you see the Father? You know, that's deep, right? That's deep. I, I heard a teaching, and in that teaching, they broke, they broke down. It says, how many, of, how many people see Jesus in, in us? If you see me, can you walk up to somebody and say, if you see me, you see Jesus? I don't know about that yet. But this is what God is saying. There's going to be such a purifying in our lives. They're going to see Jesus. They're going to see him. His love, His kindness, His goodness, His authority, His willingness to accept you just the way you are. Come on, man. When somebody's like that, 
You just want to be around them. You know, people say, if Jesus was here, we'd hang out with him. Well, hang out with your brother and sister because Jesus is in them. But be encouraged that God is going to do the work he has promised. Purify your hearts by faith. God is doing the removing, the cleansing of our hearts and lives. Remember what the God's word says in Galatians 5? Love, joy, peace, kindness. Remember what God said to meditate on these things. Remember when he said meditate? And Philippians says meditate on these things. What's so just and what's so pure and what's so holy? Now listen to this, saints. 1 Kings chapter 9, verse 3, talking about the temple of God. Listen. And the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer. Saints, God's heard your prayer. Today he's heard your prayer. He always hears your prayer. And the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer and your supplication that you have made before me. I have consecrated this house. Listen. I have consecrated this house. Do that, saints, when I say it. I have consecrated this house. Now, in this, uh, they're talking about the temple that they made from, but God is talking to you right now. God has consecrated this house, which you have built to put my name there forever. And my eyes and my heart will be there perpetuously listen for these other translations my eyes and my heart will always be there my eyes and my heart will be there for all time this temple which you have built is where i will be worshiped forever that's my jesus it belongs to me, and I will never stop watching over it. God is saying that to you right now. I'm going to read that one again. Another translation says, This temple which you have built is where I will be worshipped forever. It belongs to me, and I will never stop watching over it. God is saying that to us right now. Come on, God is saying, I'm for you. I've always been for you. I will always be for you. I have started something in you, and nobody's going to stop me from finishing what I'm going to do in your life. All I'm asking of you is let me. Let me. In your own personal time in prayer, in your own time with God, say, God, I'll let you. I'll let you. Use me, whatever you got to do, God. I know that you chained me because I know how I was before, but I know you can do more. And God is saying, I need to do more because God always sees the bigger picture, more souls. God is building an army, saints, and he needs you to help him build that army. But we need to know who we are and what he's done. We need to know that, saints, you may, you, may you may not say it to yourself, you may not even think it, but you are pure and holy before God. You are pure and holy, spotless before God. You are perfect because Psalms 139 says, I thank thee, O Lord, I'm wonderfully made. And so we need to know that, not that we can go around and, 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 and tell people that. We don't have to. We just have to know it. And when you know it, then God can use you. As I was writing this, God gave me a, a prophetic word here I'm going to share with you. But, but saints, I pray, come on, we're free. Just be willing. Just be willing to say, God, 
I know it might be a long road for me to get there, but I'm willing if you want to use me, if you want to do in me what you need to do. But I, I'm declaring it right now, Lord, I'm cleansed. I'm declaring it right now, Lord, I'm purified. I'm declaring it right now, Lord, that I'm holy and acceptable before you. And you start speaking like that, God says, that's, a, that's the kind of servant I want to use. Because then I can get them to go to somebody and say that to somebody. Because how many of us know that the world and sometimes us, we don't hear good words. We don't hear good words. We just hear the negative stuff. Oh, it's always like that. Oh, my parents' parents were like that. I don't know about you, but I've been grafted into a tree of life. And, and the only thing that flows out of me is life. And, and there'll be many times I don't feel that way, but I'm not going to say how I feel. I'm going to say what he says. Come on, saints. This is part of the purifying, that our words will be pure too. And if you don't have nothing to say, don't say nothing. Jesus was the same way. They were accusing him. He just kept his mouth shut. They go, aren't you going to say nothing? He goes, why? I know who I am. I'm only going to say what's going to come to pass. And God promises he's going to live in us forever. He's going to be worshipped by us forever. He will not take his eyes or his heart off of us. Come on, if we know that a God like that serves us, we know that all things are possible. And the greatest thing about it, it makes us know we're free. And if we're free, we know that we can minister life to others. Freely you have received, freely give, God says. And so I want to release this prophetic word to you, but I want you to take it. It's, I'm, I'm reading it to all of us here, but take it personally. That God is talking to you. Don't ever say, well, Lord, that can't be me. Yes, it is you, because you're hearing it today. Return to me, my servants. This is my season of purity. To make all things new. To restore you to me. To prepare you for my coming. What you see in the natural is not how things are. I am in control of all things. The signs and wonders that I have spoken will happen. But there will be a purifying of my people. And it will come upon them and they will be changed. This world, all upon the earth, will experience my love, my holiness, my forgiveness. I'm not a God who takes pleasure in death, in sickness, in sorrow. I'm a God who pardons, who forgives, who restores. Let me purify you today. Let me remove the dross, the sin in your life. It's blinding you from my true beauty, my true holiness. It's not a hard thing for me to do. Just let go and let me build you up, raise you up. Aren't you tired of all that sin? The setbacks, the delays, the resistance, the struggles. Let heaven come down to earth where all struggles cease, where all lies die. But I need you to say yes, Lord. 
Use me. Shape me. Mold me. Don't you know that I have given you dominion, authority, and power over all this earth in the name of my son Jesus? Heaven will back you up. Call those warring angels forth, and I will command them to go. I have purified you, I have refined you, and I have cleansed you. Nothing will be able to stand against you. Remember my word in 1 Kings 9.3, I will never stop watching over you. As my servants lay hands on you this day, receive my anointing of purification to purify your hearts, to make you who I have called you to be, and to declare my word in this end time to this generation. This is my word to you, my servants. I know you, and I know what I can do through you. Just let go and let me, for it is my desire to make all things new, to show myself mighty through you, says your God, your loving God. Hallelujah. And so, saints, I release that word to you. And I know that God is already doing a work in our lives. And as God has instructed here, as, as we get prepared to lay hands on you, just remember that purification, that pure anointing that only can come through the Spirit of God is going to be given to you today. Just receive it by what? By faith. Say, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know how you're going to do it. But as a point of contact, when I come up and I get prayed for, I'm going to receive that pure anointing so that you can do in me what you want to do. So that we can start taking that dominion. We can start taking that authority. We can start seeing the, the economy change. We can start seeing the environment change. We can start seeing what God says we can do through the power of his word. He created this earth and he's in control of it, not the enemy. And he's given that authority to us. And now we know that all need to be saved. And so God is saying to you, I'm giving you that today. I'm, I'm going to purify you, cleansing you, get rid of stuff that you couldn't get rid of. And the things that used to entangle you aren't going to entangle you anymore, God is saying. You're going to know you're free because my spirit's going to testify that you are free. Amen? And so I release that to my brothers and sisters that are on live stream today. Not only that prophetic word, but the promise of God's word to bring to pass every word spoken by the spirit of God in this place today. That you too will experience that cleansing, that purging, that refining, that making all things new again. And that you will be the light that God has called you to be. And I declare that by a stretch forth hand that it will be activated in your lives right now. That you would see the power of God working through you and that you will fulfill your assignments. And I declare it over my brothers and sisters right now on live stream. And, I, and, and that in the name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah.